odd. Why does it look odd? It looks funny. Okay. I'll go odd, you'll go funny. <laughs> uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Listenerland, the podcast which people are clamouring, fighting over each other to get to. Unfortunately, only sunny so much room in this place for three of us uh, so special guests will have to wait Rod, I'm sorry but you'll have to wait stop pestering us Listenerland 2024 yeah, 2024 Happy New Year everybody yeah what do the next 12 months have in store? more of this shit <laughs> <laughs> that's what one reviewer said <laughs> no, there'll be more of this and it'll, it's it's doing quite well so far so why would it not continue so what uh, what we got on the cards for today anybody got oh, a lot any, of any, any news of <coughs> interest I've got a bit of news I'm sure we've all heard it um, actually I've got two which I'm sure we've all heard but I'll start with one don't I? Amy Winehouse biopic Oh, they're doing an Amy Winehouse now. They're doing an Amy Winehouse biopic. It weren't unexpected, was it? Well, I don't know. Um, it's coming out in... Whose idea that a dad's? Well, it's been approved by the family. A dad. A dad. <laughs> a dad will be playing Amy Winehouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, but she only died in 2011. It's not that long, is it, to have this weird biopic. It's called Back to Black, and it's coming out in April. But it just feels a bit too early. Well, for me anyway. Well, what would you say is too late? What's too early? Uh, What's? I don't know. We'll just does it have to be a time limit on it. Well, I know what he means. I know what he means because it's almost like let's just wring as much money out of this while the subject's hot. Will it be a dad? Well, it might be, but it just seems wrong. Like it went. It were only a few months ago that they released her journal when she was a teenager mm. like made that like a public book you could buy like how much are they trying to rinse out oh it's not done yet it's not got, done yet it's got we've got years to go there'll be it? another diary part two mm-hmm. yeah and then there'll be footnotes and song notes and clippings over there well yeah there will be it won't be long until there's like a, a house museum oh yeah. Yeah, yeah they tend to do that don't they you can you can go on a, a guided tour Oh, God, it just sounds so decrepit, doesn't it? And it's going to happen. You can just know it's going to happen. This is where she used to sit yeah, at the dining the, room table. Yeah, and you'll be there. <laughs> this is the lap bush she fell against. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I don't like all that sort of stuff. It don't sit well with me. And he's, I'm sure he's pushing it along as hard as he can, but... Yeah, it's a bit weird. When they say rest in peace, that's what they mean. Yeah, but they say that, but... Um, they don't mean it. Well, there's, there's a time, isn't there? There's a time limit yeah, for rest in peace. A because of, A bit of grace, leave a bit of time. You know, they now make programmes about digging up the dead. Oh, look, we found here, a, a catacomb. <laughs> oh, look at these. Look at these. <laughs> Remember these? They're like, there seems to be a period when it's old enough, it's fine to dig it up. Yeah. Get this bad yeah. boy. Yeah. Just well, laid in my garden. 30 years is frowned upon, but 130 years. Dig oh, it up. Well, let's have it out. Show this, me the money. This is because of AI, though, isn't it? Because they've got AI technology. What, they digging can, up? They, no, they can, they can, they've used this, they can use it now, can't they? If she died in the 80s, say, they would have just, there would have been 50 years grace, and then they made a biopic. 
Now they've got this technology where they can bring him back on screen. No, no, it's somebody playing Amy Winehouse. Oh, it's somebody playing yeah, Amy it's, Winehouse. Uh, it's an actual, like, uh, Freddie Mercury one. Oh, sorry. Wait, Freddie Mercury's okay. playing Amy Winehouse? Uh, Freddie Mercury is playing Amy Winehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, 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 a, that's a trick, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because they're doing the um, Edith Piaf in AI. Now, we're all fans of Edith. Piaf. Piaf. Who's Edith Piaf? She, I don't have, you, have you mentioned this before? Yeah, I, talk, I was telling you at rugby the other day. Yeah. We went to rugby the other day, I was telling him that. Um, she was a French singer. She oh, well, uh, Levian Rose woman. What? No. <laughs> no. Horrible voice. Well, debatable. French. Mm, yes. <laughs> debatable. Okay. Well, no, she were. But she got a checkered past. I mean, the, the story of her life is, is quite interesting. So the story will be very interesting. But they're going to do it in, in uh, AI, because they've got recordings of voice and the speaking voice and things like that, so they're going to bring it back to life, AI style. Uh, and it will be very interesting. And it's just the start. We predicted this yeah. months ago. The lesson we, land were uh, on top all, of it all. If you want to get big in the music industry, die. Because they're going to bring you back AI. And you'll be famous and you'll be rich. All these 27 years old. But you'll be dead. (laughs) So they're all going to come back. They're already publicising. It's been on news or it's been on my telephone anyway. About Elvis. Oh, Priscilla. They found him. No. No. I've got a clip on my phone. I don't know whether it's from from forthcoming thing or it's just one of them spool things that they've done. And Elvis walked on stage. Oh, right, yeah. And then. Thank you very much. And on drums. Mr. Who is it now? It's Keith Moon. Keith Moon on drums. And on bass guitar, we have Noel Gallagher. You don't play bass. Well, I know. I'm just saying, you know, you might as well. <laughs> okay. Rhythm guitar. He plays rhythm yeah. guitar. And it's like that. Right. It's very good. Okay. Yeah. It's like we're talking about. Yeah. When you've seen it twice, three times. Three times or later. You've seen it. Well, yeah, it's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be uncommon to have these sort of things. But it's clever. Mm. It's clever still because it they'll, looks like they're yeah, doing what they're they'll doing. Be, they'll be popping up all over. So every dead artist is going to come back. Yeah. Even, El- people, even people that aren't dead will be on the earth. Well, Sto- you, why? Why would they do that? Because he was a real person. Yeah, but they'll be to store with people that's dead. Ah, but they've already done it, actually. Like Ariana Grande has done Fortnite, appeared in that, and ASAP Rocky, a rapper, has appeared in like a game as a virtual yeah. reality version of himself. You could put people like B.B. King and Muddy Waters together. And Bonamassa. Oh, he's here. He's here. <laughs> bong. <laughs> That's the but, Bonamassa yeah, bong. Yeah, you, you, that was one. Now, the, the audience has got to count how many times Wayne references <laughs> Joe Bonamassa. Five minutes in. There is a prize for the winner. It's so, Wayne. You get so, to keep him. So, yeah, but you could, couldn't you? You could have like BB, uh, Money Waters, and then yeah. Clapton. And yeah. Silla Black. And still a black singing. Imagine yeah. that! What a lineup! Oh my oh, wow! Surprise! God. Surprise! <laughs> I can't really envision no. that. It's beyond. It's beyond talent, that isn't it? It's another spectrum. So you got Clapton there at uh, Hammersmith, and ladies and gentlemen, please welcome on stage with me, Mr. BB King and Muddy Waters, and boop, they just pop up like Star Wars figures. <laughs> But you see, yeah, but it's probably already done that. Yeah, well, yeah, well that's what I'm saying, but you could but do at that. this age is that now. You could mix it. Yeah. Oh, slow hands. You could mix it. Slow down. Slow hands. Oh, oh slow hands. 
Slow hands. That's his German stage name, Slow Hands. Slow Hands. Slow Hand. I don't know how he got that name, really. You don't know particularly. Because something to do with he plays and his fingers don't look like they're moving. He's got yeah, a bit of, not, yeah it's based of, around that, but it, yeah, it looks like he's playing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was to do with that he was always terrible at thumb wars. You know, he, he it grabs could be. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Could be. Yeah. I have a story about that's related to Eric Clapton. All right. And it's, it's a strange one. And I've got to get all facts right. It's coming straight off the top of my head. Jim Gordon. Gordon's alive. Gordon's alive? No, Jim Gordon used to play, he was a session drummer, a very successful and a very busy session drummer. He was so busy at one time that he'd be having a session, an evening in Vegas playing for whoever, and then he'd fly back to Vegas and he'd do two or three drum sessions in daytime there. Hold on, he was doing a session in Vegas, then he'd fly back to Vegas. No, sorry, back to... I mean, I know your facts aren't... California. Correct sorry, sorry, California. Right. And he'd in his session on two or three tracks back in California, then fly back at night and do his session. Very busy. But he also played in Delaney and Bonnie, when Clapton was in Delaney and Bonnie. And then they formed with the bass player, the keyboard player and the drummer, they formed Eric and the Dominoes. And Breg brought in um, Almond, Greg Almond. Oh, what are you doing? It was an Almond man. Well, and that's they weren't brothers, were they? They were. And that was the beginning of Derek and the Dominoes. The first thing they did was they became the house band for George Harrison when the, when he recorded All Things Will Pass. Oh, they're good mates, aren't they? Yeah. So they, mm. that was the first gig that they really did, but they didn't. They were just a house band then. I suppose it were like a warm-up for what were to come. And then they did that one album, Leyland and other sort of love songs. But Jim Gordon played drums, and he's famous for that outro on Layla with, with the piano. With pianos, yeah. He changed. plays the piano, because that was his first instrument, he played the piano. He'd pinched that off his girlfriend. What, the piano? No, the chord, the lick itself. Oh, right, OK. It was he was going out with Rita Coolidge and she was going to do it on one of her tracks, but he they worked this song out and that was the song that they were working on. But he just used it on the end of Layla. And it's famous for that now. We all know that outro. We all love that outro. Apart from the whining slide guitar on it, it's absolutely brilliant. You don't like the whining? I don't know. Well, I was just thinking, I was playing the song in my head. And if you take the whining, whining guitar out, then I think what you've got is like one of these like weird, like, Late seventies, sort of rom com film ends. You know when the film ends and it like it just packed us like yeah. just, just like caption shots of the cast screen. Filmed in front of a live studio and audience. You, and you got the slide, and some of the slides are all right, but some of it is just a little bit like it, oh, easy, easy. Yeah, but now the slide. See when the slide comes in, that just reminds you of like because you've got this very flowery like 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 an ending of a a, a rom. Romantic film, mm. and then that slide is sort of like off kilter. That that's what's been using like a lot of these gangster films. Yeah. It's like the the um, what do you call it? What's the word for when something's like off off kilt? Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, I like a bit of slide, and and I like a bit of almond slide. That's ups and downs. But it, some parts of that slide section, I don't know whether it's because of over time it's done this, but it just grates on me a little bit. 
Just grates on me a little bit. And that's why it's not a hit. <laughs> that's why he had to do an acoustic version because he heard that you thought oh, uh, isn't it funny uh, uh, both versions were extremely popular and very different Extre- and very different but extremely popular yeah. so anyway he went I think on the acoustic version's best he went on to play for loads of different other people loads of different other people pretty much you name it they, around that period of time he, he was he was session man for him. but he was an undiagnosed schizophrenic oh right yeah they put it down to alcohol abuse because <laughs> he was a bit leery, but he was schizophrenic. So much so, he had uh, an episode whilst in the schizophrenic. I don't know what they call it. There's a name for it, technical term for it, but I can't fit. Bring it no fix is not the word. Uh, um, episode is probably the best word for it. But he stabbed his mother several times to death. So they locked him up. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. And he remained locked up from the mid eighties up until last year when he died at seventy seven. He remained in a secure unit because he's he was still not well. He was still not well. They couldn't release him. He came up for patrol parole several times. But it was still so unwell that they could never release him. And he died in, in prison. Happy song. Happy yeah. happy story that one. I just clapped and never yeah. visited him. Sorry? What if Clapton ever visited him? Um, Eric, <laughs> did you ever visit Jim when he went to secure you? I'm sure they did, Wayne. I'm sure they did. Maybe exchanged a letter or two. Yeah. You know, they could see people, but he, 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 met him, he, he stabbed his mother lots of times. Or oh, do you think that would have... <sighs> Put an image on Clapton that he wouldn't have wanted him going to see a murderer in prison. Regardless, well, if it had been a murderer that was sane, but he's still a murderer. Whether he's well, yeah, I mean, but if it had been a murderer that was sane, well, all all, all murderers insane. No, if it had been a murderer that was sane, then people might have said, hmm, maybe keep away. You know, I think all but murderers. But because he was schizophrenic, and mentally ill, then. Some would say, but he couldn't use the uh, that plea in court. Apparently, for some some technical reason, he couldn't use that plea of insanity in court. But all murderers are something wrong with him, or they won't be doing it. Sorry, I said all murderers. There's something wrong with him, or they won't be doing it. So they're all not in right no. frame of mind, are they? Well, I, I get your point. I, I guess, point, but it happens but a lot. We'll, but will Clapton want that image of him? Although well, it's a mate, and he's you know he's set up a band with him, and he's known him for many many a year done a lot of good stuff with him. Do you think he would have been advised to cut ties because of the image that, you know, Clapton goes to see... It's an interesting scenario. Clapton seen in jail visiting a murderer. There's an answer for this, and it's it's what's used on most um, Egyptian pharaoh documentaries. I can't read Egyptian. Well, I'll tell you, how they all end is, I guess we'll never know. (laughs) And that's probably the same thing. We'll never know whether Eric did. Eric may have gone in disguise as an old Jewish mother. Unless Clapton gets in touch with us. Yeah. And tells us. Well, he's in next week, so. So, taking Eric out of the equation, all these other people that were there, they were all, in Derek and Domino's, they were all quite famous musicians. Would they be tarred with the same brush then as you well, tarred in Eric with the pro- yeah they, would, they, they all would be wouldn't they I don't think that people I can't see people 
I would have thought if you were all, diagnosed all and, them, and if you'd done something seriously wacko, I mean, we've known each other a lot of years, and you went into prison, I'd go in there to say, all right, that would have been a clever move, <laughs> you know, but, you know, yeah, I think yeah. it would have done. I think yeah. it would have done. Yeah. Did you? I think it would. I think it's a different scenario, isn't it? Because you're not in the limelight. I don't think Eric at that particular time. Excuse me. We're, we're all cons- where? I think I think we're pretty. <laughs> I don't think Eric where? at that time were. Or now we're concerned about whether he was in limelight or not. Yeah, I he was in his angry years, weren't he? He can't remember most of them. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. yeah I think the management and I think they'd have advised him. You know. Don't go well, in, Would you don't, listen to that? I Do you think they really know. had that sort of like know. PR management back then? Proper PR I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm just saying, I don't, just, just, you know, really I don't think they went in for damage limitation back in them days, did they? Right, lads, here's what you do if one of you kills somebody. Right. right you used to play, go by this playbook. It's called Wayne's Playbook. <laughs> what you need to do is you need to bring out, we'll release your diaries. <laughs> We'll release all your diaries. We'll make a biopic about you, and you'll be you'll be famous. Even though you're a mass murderer, well, you went to mass murder. You just killed your mother. This is by no means a link to Amy Winehouse being no, a mass no, murderer. No, we, no, no. I'm or, using it as a metaphor. Or a dad. Oh, a dad. Uh, in other news, uh, speaking of mass murders, oh, you only killed one. Speaking of murder, they're doing a Broadway musical of Prince's Purple Rain. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Ooh. apparently it's 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 asking for it. And they're doing it, it's going to come out next year. Um, and because it's been planned, obviously, because it, next year will be the 40th anniversary of the And what the we're film, saying about things being rain. too early? Well, I, I don't know whether it's going to be good or not. I mean, it's a musical film. But is it too early? I mean, I don't think so. I just think is it celebrating I, the music or celebrating the artist? I, 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 think it's, I think the idea is perfectly fine. And they've done worse things like Spider-Man musicals, <laughs> but of which you too did the... Um, the the theme song for it, massive flop. Anyway, it were, weren't it? I wonder, yeah. why, I wonder why. Um, and I think the the idea of it is good, but I don't think Prince would have actually gone for it himself. I don't think he would have agreed to it because yeah. he was quite protective over his music. You know, he he was he was strategic with it. I think this is potentially the estate sort of finding a way of making money out of it. Yeah. But I, I can guarantee it will be a hit though. Well it, well, it will be, just because yeah. he's got his name on it. Well, the, it's the Purple Rain film, but yeah. in a, on, a, on a stage, it'll come to the UK, it'll do its tour and stuff. Uh, but apparently there's going to be some changes um, to modernise some of the, the, the text that was used in the film. Like, there was a few things that were, like, anti-feminist and blah, blah, blah. And there's, I think there's going to be some alterations to Darling Nikki. Um, That's a great track. It's a good song, but, yeah, you know, like it, that, yeah. I don't think it's going to be... The, the mention there's been talk about it, it's not going to be appropriate for the audience that it's tied to that. Yeah, come on, come on. Anyway, to get off death and murders and people dying and all this, yeah, yeah just a minute though. Why do they have to polish everything up? Today's society is just frightened to death to say because anything and do that's anything. That's what they do because you can't because you just, get lawyers. It's getting worse, though, isn't it? It's getting worse. Yeah. You can't, you can't. The change in the lyrics of a song that made somebody famous that they're prepared to make a stage play about, musical stage play, yet we're not going to use the lyrics in the song that made him famous because they don't fit in today's society. Well, it's entire, it's, it would be artistic interpretation, wouldn't it, for the audience? That's what they'll be saying. Well, that's a, that's a big loophole in my book. But if they're, if they're marketing the, the show as a, a family show, let's say, 
then such songs as Darling Nicky. Well, if they're going to do it as a family show, he can't wear the costumes that he used to come out with in the beginning of his career. No. No. But then, no. Yeah, but then you're not getting the right it's stuff, a, are you? Yeah, it's, no. it's, yeah, it's a filter. Contradiction, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. But what's more important? When you go and see... Autistic a, authenticity or money? Right, but... Ah, let me think about this one. Yeah, but yeah. if you're going to go and watch something like that, which is all around Prince, you know what you're going to get before you go in. You know what type of person you are. You know how we dress. You know some of these songs are a little bit near to bone. Prince Andrew. Yes. <laughs> so you know roughly what to expect. If you don't want to go and listen to it, don't fucking go. Simple as that. If you want to go and listen to it and you don't mind it, then go pay your money, go and enjoy the show. Simple. How about that? It's a bit like... Just don't take your 12 it's, and 8-year-old like kids with you. It's a for anybody. Yeah. If you don't I like it, you don't go. I can't stand to see that person. I mean, a lot of people don't like looking at Macca, do they? But, no, you know, but they love his music. But Macca. don't... Yeah. Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. <laughs> but they don't like... They, don't, they love his music. Then don't watch it. Just yeah. listen yeah. to don't it. Don't watch it by album. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 but it's, like you say... It's easily, it's it's easily suited, isn't it? Money doesn't talk. Really? It screams. Oh, oh I thought you were going to use a line of a song there. Is that a line of a song? Oh, I don't know. Well, there's a line of a song from a Sheffield slash London band. Slash London. Uh, the Long Pigs. Oh. The Long Pigs. Uh, Money Talks. Excellent band. Excellent, uh, excellent band featuring uh, Richard Hawley and Crispin Hunt on vocals. Um... Crispin Hunt actually works in the music industry now. He's still he's quite big in the music industry. But not necessarily in music, in more like the uh, uh, artistic rights sort of thing. Yeah. Anyway, there's a line in there saying, Money talks, it says goodbye and walks. Yeah. Which song's that from? Is that from the second album? Yeah. Uh, you're a big fan of that album, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the one made in America, weren't it? Was it? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I like the first one. Yeah. I don't think you're giving the second one enough time, though. No, probably not. But no. You're right there. I probably haven't because I've been so judging it against the first one because I was a big fan of the first album. So many good tracks came off it, and, and they were just really good and catchy. What and was the album called? Different. Is it um, Smut Sun? Uh, sun is often out. The sun is often out. Go out and check that one out. Long pig. Sun is often gonna out. I'm going to say go out and buy it. You can go out and buy it, but at least download it and have a listen to it. There are some standout tracks. Standout uh, tracks. Stand Lost out. myself. <laughs> And she said, because got, I think they were singles. She said was, well, I think I think of that year it was my favourite track, whatever that year was. They and were. And what what it what she said? Oh, oh well, you got to listen. Oh, I've listened to it. Listen it. They're one Great. of the like underground, the, the the best underground Britpop band, one of the best. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. champion enough. Unfortunately, they had conflict with the management and. Ripped off and things like that, so they never really. Well, they weren't allowed to use the name, were they? No, they had to. Buy, didn't they have to buy it back or something like that, which meant they didn't make any money and some sort of. Oh, well, it got very complicated. They were going to be quite big. They were at the yeah. time they were supporting U two on tour on the cusp of big time, and then it all went pear shaped for them, unfortunately. Yeah, but you'd only made a career out of it. Well, he also played in Blur, not Blur, um, Pulp. Pulp, he did. So he was all right. Yeah, he got he got by. He got by. He got yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. But as a band, I thought they were quite original for their time in that in that sphere that they were in. I, th- I liked them, liked them a lot. I saw them down in London. 
You did, didn't you? TFI did, Friday. Yeah. I actually went up and met him and had a word with him and thanked him for a good show. Good show, boys. Good, good show. show. Well, <laughs> done, old, well done, old Bean. <laughs> and he wouldn't get away with it these days, but Crispin had a man bike. I think he would. A bit like mine. You probably would. But it were in giraffe skin. Yeah. I don't think it was original giraffe skin. I think it was like fake. Hopefully it was fake. But it was a nice bike. You see more man bags now than then. I think it was more daring to wear a man bag back then than it is now. Well, it went 1930. Well, it might not have been, but... You know, yeah. It might as well have been. It might, well, yeah. Yeah, you know, when you're in London, you can do what you want. Really? Yeah, you're accepted more, aren't you? Well, Walking um, around the streets rather than wear a man bag and high heels, you're going to get looked at. Did I say high heels? Well, oh my God. <laughs> See, that's the thing I did it for you. The high <laughs> that's what get it away. So there you go, Purple Rain, the movie. Mm. But on a better note, get away from death. <laughs> so I heard that this week the Riffmaster has really? celebrated the eight years birthday. 80th birthday, the Riffmaster. Would yeah. that be Naomi? Jimmy Page? It would. Jimmy Page. 80. Oh, did you see him backstage at that at Kiss thing? Yeah. <laughs> what were you trying to do all year? I, I think it was Monday, it, it Monday or Tuesday of this week, his birthday. I think it, or it were either the day before or it's the same day, because Bowie's birthday was, was as well, wasn't it? No. Wasn't it? He no, died. Yeah, I mean, it was his birthday a couple of days ago. Yeah. On the 9th, I think. Or yeah. So he died on the 10th, though, didn't he? It was his birthday. Yeah, but it was... De- uh, yeah, but his birthday is... Like the the ninth or the oh, this sixth. Bowie's birthday was this week, yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise that. I can't, that. I can't yeah. remember if it's. I can't remember now. I know he died on the tenth. If it, I didn't know if his birthday Jimmy, within the same month. If Jimmy Page was the same day or it was the day before Bowie's, or oh, I didn't realise that. Someone in France, France, they've. Uh, hey, the, I'm going to say this. They've named a street after him. Good fight. <laughs> in some, I saw a video of somewhere in France. They've uh, they un- unveiled a street named after him. Yeah, they have. Yeah, after old Bowie. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? David Bowie Street. Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> Rue de la Bowie. I don't, yeah, I've Talk, heard about that. Talking about Street. It. Ziggy Road. I was wondering. Talk, talking Street. I was wondering why. I, I can't remember any big connections with France or Paris, but there obviously must have been because uh, yeah, they decided I, I wonder to, why. Maybe just fans of him. Respected music. Yeah, we've not done anything like that, have we? We've yeah. got a big statue in London. Of what? Of yeah, Of Bowie. How big? Where? Well, yeah. I say big, it's like corner, it's what, where you grew up. On a corner shop somewhere. Like near Brick Lane or something like that. Is, Is it? it? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Brick Lane, isn't that got something to do with your football team? Brick Lane? No. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. thought they, I didn't think they'd yeah, actually... Yeah. Where's Brick Lane? So it's across, well, it's not... So, do you know the five-year song? Uh, across the market square... It's about right. it's about yeah. a real place. Yeah. Oh. And across the market square, there's this like statue of Ziggy. Oh right, right. Five years song. Is it, song. Is, is it as good? I've not seen it, but is it as good as Phil Lynn in Dublin? Uh, that's a big old I statue. I haven't it? seen it, but it's a big old statue. And he died in January. Well, thirty-eight years ago. He's now been dead longer than he was alive. He died when he was 36. So he's now been dead two years longer than he was alive. Wow. I can't believe that. 38 no. years he's been dead. Wow. Where's that gone? I remember getting a phone call when he died. How did he call you when he died? What a fit. Jeff, I've gone. <laughs> oh, I'm going, Jeff. <laughs> Bye now. You best get your coat on. Remember me. 
No, my friend rung me and says, hey, have you heard? Well, we didn't have internet in them days. We had, we barely had TV. And it's just a film in its dad. You're joking. Well, he'd not been well for a while. You know, he'd been on the cusp of being naughty all, every long time. For many a year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Still very sad, though. Oh, yeah. Well, you were never going to be... They said he were going to be the... the solo artist. I never believed that. I, I never took much notice of that. You were going to... Thin Lizzy would run its course and it were petering out. And then, because he'd, he'd had a couple of albums, solo albums, <coughs> excuse me, he'd had a couple of solo albums that he were leading up to this solo career, but I couldn't see him as a solo artist. He was a band man. He'd got a bass guitar and he'd like to be in front of a band. And I could never envision him. You know, like Rod Stewart was a, went solo? Yeah. I could, put, I could see him doing it because he did it all through Faces. He had solo albums all the way through Faces, and so that didn't come as any surprise. But we filmed in that. No, I couldn't see him being a solo artist. He didn't exactly have amazing pipes, did he? No, no, he didn't. They, were, they was distinctive, but they weren't amazing. And the two solo, maybe, were it two or three? Two solo albums he had out. The songs, in my opinion, I'll probably get slated for this, in my opinion, were poor. Yeah. He only had Sarah and Yellow Pearl that he did with... Um, the kid from with Geldof's mate who did Live Aid. Oh, um, Scottish uh, kid. Yeah, what's his name now? Major. 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 He wrote that with Major. Yellow Pearl. It was originally t- originally titled Yellow Peril. That won't work today, will it? No. And then, and it went on to be the theme tune for uh, Top of the Pops. Is that how he went? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't like that song. Yeah, and, no. and they were the only two that were of note, so I can't see. I listened to them album, the solo albums, and I was unimpressed back in the day. Unimpressed, and I were was you, a fan. Were you a bit annoyed as well that he had left Thin Lizzy? Was that part of it? No. Was that you won't succeed? You leave the band? How dare you? No, you could see that the last... He, he died uh, January 86. Uh, you could see that the end of Thin Lizzy were, were coming because the, the last the last three, two albums have been all right, Renegade and Thunder and Lightning. Thunder and Lightning were the last one and that was the better one, better than Renegade, although there were good tracks on Renegade. I thought so anyway. But it was a completely different band. If you look at the stuff that's on the live album that's famous, it, they're, they're completely different. Mm. They're completely different. It's of that period with keyboards and it's more, it's almost big air metal music. There's, but, a, there's a joke in, in Thin Lizzy, though, isn't there? Well, you told me, but there isn't a joke, but it's a, it's a problem. And I've told people this thinking I get a good reaction. Okay. And I never do. <laughs> Without doubt, don't get it. Uh, you said to me, and it's uh, Jailbreak. Yeah. You're like, there's a line in the song that says, Tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. Yeah. Well, where do you think that's going to be then? Uh, so, yeah. Post yeah. office. I find it funny. Yeah, I, I do. do. When I tell anyone else, like... Post office. <laughs> post office. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's just mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's but, a crap line. Yeah, tonight there's going to be a jailbreak somewhere in this town. So, But to say, you said he was a friend of Majors. Yeah. He, would also, he also did 
Bob Geldof had helping hand as well, didn't he? With Bouton Rats. Help him get He was big mates with Bob Geldof. But yet none of them two asked him to do live aid. No. Yeah, probably in a bad way. No. With well, he little... went to Ireland and did, and did the commentary on radio for them. Did he? In Dublin. Oh, hmm. right. He, he, he weren't invited, but he went. He, he were not going to be on... We've covered this on a previous episode, actually. Mm. He were not going to be invited because... He would have had to reform Lizzie. Oh, yeah, what would he have done? But you've got... Th- then you'd have had the reforming of Queen, so to speak. Who? Who? Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, yeah. Zeppelin, and Thin Lizzy. I mean, he could have come on with Bowie and done uh, Under Pressure, couldn't he, or something like that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they could have done. <clears throat> it would have been great to see that happen. Actually, uh, status quo. Yeah. Cool, they'd yeah. split up. Yeah, they'd opened, didn't they? They got back together. So you'd have had five or six big bands there all back together for one big yeah. worldwide concert. But the thing is, not worth, that it wanted worth, it anyway, but you know, it would have just put another big. aspect on it. It was the fact that... I think they were that big, yeah. Were they, though? Yeah. Do you reckon what? Were, were Lizzie that big with that popular, with that mainstream culture? Yeah. Um, I don't think they were. I think they were subculture. Maybe, maybe yeah. subculture, but that, it was enough to make them popular enough to do it. Mm. Oh, I think that's, so. That's the but curious for, cow. But, I, I think, but for two... I think back in the day, to Louis... To two so-called good friends that you've helped get up to where they are to put a worldwide uh, concert on and then not bother to ask you to uh, even do something. It's because of that ridiculous line, Wayne. That was going to be a jailbreak. It was because of the (laughs) accusations that uh, Phil Linnett and Paulie Yates were... Shagging. Well, I didn't say say that. I didn't say that. They was not... Oh, she didn't go down for a game of Scrabble, did she? Well, she didn't there's no proof that they actually did. It's just that there was a lot of friction in that department. So they were shagging. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it was never going to happen. Yet, you know. And we're back on to deaths. Um, <laughs> We've lost, I think it was this week or last week, we lost Annie Nightingale. Did we really? Yeah, yeah. Six. What, uh, what was she? Eighty-three. I didn't realize she was eighty-three. Three years older than Jimmy Page. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Do you know? He, well, sorry. I sorry. Think, I mean, fans yeah. and family. Uh, not want to skip over this, but we we actually skipped over what you actually started with last time about Jimmy Page being about eighty. Jimmy Page. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, he's got like a thirty-eight-year-old girlfriend. When Kiss were doing their final concert, you wouldn't. Pit, weren't yeah, it? Yeah, I saw that. But <laughs> yeah, pit, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's bobbing up and down in pit, trying to like hide from the crowd. And Gene Simmons is there going like that. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, eight year old. Yeah. I but, didn't realise he was that old. And I didn't realise Annie Nightingale was 83. Annie, uh, did she, what, it, when, what, 12? I'm sure it said she died on 12. I could be wrong Today, on that one. We don't want to get dates away. No, I mean, who knows when this recorded? Oof, this could come out in Easter. But anyway, yeah, uh, so she died uh, this week, we'll say. Yeah. Within the last seven days. Um, 83 year old. Always been. Massive music presenter. Always been there. Uh, it was the first term. female to host Radio 1. Mm. Always been there in the music scene. Yeah. Always been a name. Uh, yeah, it's disappointing that. Yeah. Why did she have to go and do that? I don't know. Shame. Yeah. So yeah, so 
I said, I've got any more deaths. Let's go, let's go, <laughs> let's get them out of the way. Well, well, Roger's been at it again. <laughs> oh. But not as you know it. Oh, hey, oh, what's oh, this? Oh. It's only another episode of the Famous Listenland podcast. With a strange person and the ah. hat. We'll just sit and watch. This must be very confusing for viewers. <laughs> Um, it's like that mirror in that painting. You watch, you look at the painting, and there's a mirror in it, and you can see into the mirror and into the mirror. And into, so here, you can see into the fire. Yeah. So it's not like those dogs playing cards, then. No. Okay. It's better than that. Better than that. So do you think this is how people who appear in Big Brother feel watching them when they're watching themselves back on telly? Exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 In a silly art. Who's going to get voted out? In a silly art and John Candy shirt. John yeah. Candy. So Roger's been at it again. Boom boom. But not Roger Waters. Oh, it's not a rabbit, is it? Roger Taylor. Oh, oh. oh another oh. Roger. Oh. <laughs> Two Rogers. <laughs> Roger. What's Roger been doing now? <laughs> Roger as uh, is is blaming his generation. Boom boom. For um, that's a, a, a play on the uh, my generation. It's playing his generation um, for a lot of the problems of the world, and he says that we should just hurry up and die. We should just we just hurry up and let let the young people um, take a bit of lead because it's basically having a bit. It's a political rant he's having about the older folk and the NHS, and he thinks that. It's the, his generation that is is preventing a lot of people, about a lot of younger people, getting operations because they're they're, they're filling up beds. Well, and then he goes on to to uh, to riff about how he doesn't he doesn't understand how um, I think it's less than half the NHS's budget is actually spent on wards, and the other the majority of the other half is spent on senior members of staff. Like he doesn't understand how. Uh, some NHS senior members of staff are earning four hundred, uh, four hundred, five hundred thousand pounds a year. This is uh, a fact, and he wants to give more. He wants to give more yeah. leeway for the younger generation. Yeah, this is true, but we we we're not going to comment on that because we're a music podcast. We're not politically orientated. Or and a, that a, is or a NHS question. It is, but this is just the rantings of Roger. Who, yeah. who, who, who? Roger. It's the second the one. question is, can he, should he, put his name behind such a, uh, a sensitive subject saying that we ought to have uh, voluntary euthanasia? Well, I, I think he, I don't think he was being so serious, but we've had other, other people making NHS statements before, a friend of the show. Oh. Roderick Stewart. So he, he had private health care and he... You've seen all this stuff on the on the news about the waiting list. Because what you're saying, because you've been watching, and he'll agree because he had a big campaign about it. He 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 heard all this thing about the NHS and there's a huge waiting list and people can't get appointments. Blah blah blah. And he went in for some routine sort of operation, and he walked into walked into the where it was he was going. It was like nobody there, and it was he was the it was like two o'clock and he was like the first person they'd seen all day, and he couldn't he couldn't understand it. It's like this is ridiculous. Like he's, he can pay for private health care, but yeah. like the fact that there's all these doctors waiting around. Yeah. So what he did was, he he I think he had like a few days where he paid for he, he paid for people to have private health care, oh. just to fill up to, uh, a few days of, of surgery, and he had this like news campaign about like how this is not fair and blah I blah blah. I think I remember vaguely remember something about this now. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
good old Rod. Good old Rod. Good old Rod. It was good. Good stance to take. But it was it was, a, it was an actual stance, weren't it? It weren't words. He backed it up. And then he went off and said, "I think his generation should roll over and die." Yeah, but he backed it up with, with reaction, didn't he? he? Didn't just put words there. Rod also came to the rescue when uh, that sports hall got raided. Remember that? There was oh, a, there was a sports hall oh, which was we were having a railway, a, a railway convention, a, a yeah. miniature railway convention, and some kids had broken into the sports hall, smashed it all up, and there was like forty thousand pounds worth of damage. And because Rod's a big like miniature railway enthusiast, Ooh. he uh, it, it it tugged on a heartstring and he he, he donated well, some money. Well, I don't want to say too much, but we've had a bit of that here really in Grumps Bar. If it weren't hadn't been for Wayne's violent approach to building Brunt's Bar, we would have had a bigger room that way. We'd have had more space to get guests in. But, you know, <laughs> if you'd like to help out, Rod, you know. <laughs> We've currently got David Gilmore sat outside trying to speak on a microphone, but yeah, we can't hear him. We can't hear him, you know. No. Shine on, kid, oh, shine did on. you see that this week? I meant to have a look at that a bit, uh, research it a bit further. Your mate, well, he's not actually, but, you know. It will be. It's not Joe Bonamassa. Savile. Kenny Wayne. All right. Kenny Wayne is on stage holding up Blackie. The guitar? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Phil How's he got that then? Well, it's playing. That owner that owns the guitar, that football club owner, is it Eagles or something like that? The bloke who bought it. Yeah, I can't remember who bought it. He sent it all. He sent in his guitar collection out on tour. And Kenny Wayne Shepherd is playing it. I don't know what the outcome were, whether it were any good. I, was, I can see it being brilliant, but, you know. Yeah. Oh. I'll show it you later. I've got it on my phone. I'd show it you, but you can't see my phone. No. All right. And somebody bought that, though, when they auctioned recently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I'd, well, some, some football five, manager, $5.1 million it went for, yeah. didn't it? And he, he, bought, he buys a lot of guitars, and he's got this big collection of other guitars mainly, but I think he owns other things as well. I'd be fine and, and he's put this this Why? tour out. Why? Why would he be fine to play in black? The black? Yeah, it's, it was built to play. play I it. know, but like you paid five million for it. Well, you'd be surprised at comments. It's a good point actually, because you'd be surprised at comments because some are saying that should not be touched. Does she want Eric Clapton? Not, well, you want Gilmore's greasy fingers on it. Yeah. Mm. The same. Oh yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. One of the questions was, actually, did they change the strings? Uh, oh, okay. Does it make any difference to changing the strings? And somebody says, it's a bit like changing, having a classic car and changing the oil in it. It's the same principle. Well, I get that. It's but not, I don't know if it is the same principle of changing the oil. Yes, it is. It's, what he's saying is, yeah, you've got, it's a working machine, so you've got to... Re- Keep it, you know, working. But if you allow just any, anyone to play it, then it's it's le- it's lost that, like... Well, he walks on stage and he holds it up like some trophy. I think, and he's, he's doing this and the crowd goes wild. What wild, does the crowd do? Wild. There you go. But if I was to spend 5.1 million on a guitar, David Gilmore's guitar, I'd, I'd want... It kept as I'd David Gilmore's guitar. Yeah, I'd... I'd but then I'd also want to play it, and then I guess I also won't want it to be like some sort of like sacred relic, but nothing nobody could touch. Yeah. You, 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 essentially, you can't win. You can't. No, no. It, it it needs to be played. I think it needs to be played, but I think it needs to be played by Gilmore. <laughs> yeah. But he was glad to get rid of it. So. Yeah. No, I'm glad that I, I I'm glad that so if you can Kenny afford Wayne's it, playing yeah. it because mm. he 
he rings. You know, he's a very strong player. He's, yeah. he's a very Ag- aggressive physical player. player isn't he? Not like Gilmore. No, he's, he's, a cheap, he's a tone field man and he plays very delicately, although he rings some real nice tones out of it. But Kenny Wayne just really digging in and he yeah. squeezes a tiger out. He squeezes a tiger out of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. aggressive, isn't he? Yeah, so I'd be interested to see the rest of that concert. So it's on tour in a concert and they've got all these Ooh. special guitars that he's oh, bought. that's asking to be nicked then, isn't it? Oh, I'm sure it's. If he can afford to buy that, he's going to have good security. Yeah, but anyway, well, anyway, not bought it, it's some other guy, but yeah, I suppose he's going to have good security, isn't it? Yeah, well, what can they do if they, if they steal it? Tell it. To whom? To somebody who's not going to publicise it. I so they can just sit there in that, that, the room and, oh, that's the worst, yeah, yeah, that's the worst case scenario. And at night, he's not going to be putting somebody back on a Ford, Ford some, Fiesta while they drive down M1. Somebody <laughs> presses a button, <laughs> this wall slides across, and behind it is a lit. Blackie, David Gilmore's ass guitar. And you just look at this. Don't tell, don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. And in, in the most unassuming place, in a caravan, a static caravan in Mablethorpe. Yes. And then, and then you, the, the centre compartment lifts up where normally there'd be a double bed. And it's it's laid on a, on, a, on a blanket with a laminated one side for moisture protection. Oof. The guitar. Oof. Oh, yeah. Next the guitar. to some crackers. <laughs> And you can't do anything with it. You can't do anything with it. Can we get off this subject? <laughs> you can't do anything with it because everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. Yeah. So if you turned up on stage and said, just a minute, is that uh, the relic one that was selling for six grand, eight grand? And you've got to say yes, aren't you? I'd like to hear somebody do a blind test. So I'd like to get a strat or whatever, like a custom. I could make a comment on that. Have they done one? Oh. Um, you know, like, like whether they could recognise the difference, if there's anything actually special about it, or is it just that it's it's the history of it? Yeah, well, it's got a lot of history, hasn't it? It's been yeah. altered. Well, everything, yeah. It's a bit like Trigger's broom brush, isn't it? Trigger's broom? He's a yeah. witch now, is he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, guitar it's had, yeah, it's same <laughs> guitar, but it's had four bodies and 15 different necks. Yeah, Trigger's brush, yeah. <laughs> but it's true. It's had a couple of necks and it's got some routing marks in the back of it and it's chipped to bits. And it's an iconic guitar, though. But it's, it's still, it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd like it. Yeah, well, yeah, everybody Do you think Kenny Shepard takes his belt off when he plays it? No. Oh, it's a good question. It's a good question. It sounds weird, but it's a good no, question. No, it's a good question. I like that. I like that. He didn't when he played uh, Hendrix. What, on Hendrix's guitar? Mm, played what, it. did one of those like, big Texan belts? Yeah, still has it. Like a chassis belt on it. Yeah. <laughs> they have these belts that look like a, a, they've just won a WWW thing, <laughs> don't they? <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to be wearing velvet trousers. <laughs> yeah, don't <laughs> sellotape on my button. <laughs> yes, I know what you mean with that. You, you'd have to, you would, wouldn't you? Because people would be looking for that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to mark it in any way. For those of you that don't know what we're talking about, uh, it's called buckle rash, and it's the rear side, the inside of the guitar, the back of the guitar, when you're playing it, because the guitar usually sits at the waist, the, mid, the, the middle section, the groin, um, and you'll... Midrift. You'll get you don't buckle rash. on your groin. Depends how low you play it. Uh, unless you're one of the Beatles, you have it on. You get nipple rash. But 
<laughs> your belt buckle scratches the back of the guitar, and ideally you wouldn't want to add any more scratches to it. You wouldn't want to overwrite David uh, David Gilmore's scratches. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'd like to play it. I'd like to teach the world to sing, but that's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> what, in perfect harmony? In perfect harmony. <laughs> you had something else about people not dying. Oh, was that it about... Uh, oh, I don't know. Going uh, off the subject of dying, you said. Yeah. Oh, 80, oh. And then I went to Jimmy Page's birthday. Oh, sorry. And then I went back to dying with Annie <laughs> Nightingale. <laughs> oh, you did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think on that note... Goodbye. <laughs> easy, I would easy. like to bring up a subject <laughs> that is close to my heart. It's the, well, good night. See you later. Bye.